Hello and welcome to the Rise of Her podcast. I'm your host Roxanne. I'm a mum of four, wife and business owner. This is the podcast where we talk self-development, health and wellness, mindset, balancing career and family and everything in between. Think of me as your supportive bestie as we grow together and become the best versions of ourselves. If you want to create a life that you love, then you're in the right place. Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Rise of Her podcast. How is your Monday going? I hope you've all had an incredible start to the week and are feeling fresh as a daisy. This week, I have spent a lot of time planning for 2024, and I know it might seem super early, but I actually have a lot of massive plans for the Rise of Her podcast, so I wanted to get a head start, make sure I had some clarity around what I'm wanting to do there. So one thing I'll be bringing back in 2024 is events, and if you didn't already know, I used to have an events business called The Good Brunch. It was one of the most fulfilling things I think I ever did and as I had more and more kids I did end up putting a pin in it but now I'm super excited to finally do this again I really value connecting with other people so much and creating a space to do that is such a massive goal for me so the good brunch was actually based around brunching like having a nice meal and making new friends but the rise events will actually look a little bit different they'll be based more around networking and have guest speakers to inspire you while also giving you the opportunity to meet more like-minded women who are also wanting to evolve. So I'm really excited to bring that to you guys and I know you will love the events. Okay, so speaking on today's episode, as you can tell by the name of it, I'm going to be sharing a few ways that I manage my time. So especially as a business owner and a mom um, and a content creator, I do a lot of things. So I really want to make sure that I'm efficient with my time. It's, it's essential to me. So I thought this might be helpful for somebody who kind of struggles when it comes to understanding like what exactly needs to happen and how to make it all happen. I really do believe that you can do way more than you think you're capable of without burning out if you can manage yourself well. So time management is a skill that can be improved on and help you feel in control of what you're doing and make you feel like you're actually making progress because it's those little steps along the way that equate to the bigger picture of what you want your life to look like. Let's just get straight into it. So to start with, I think it's really important to acknowledge time itself. It's one of those things that we can't really get back and I try very hard not to waste too much of my time. I like to be doing things that are benefiting me and that I value. Of course, the first thing you need to do to manage your time better is know what you actually want to spend your time doing. So that's why goal setting and taking the time to actually understand what you want your life to look like is extremely valuable because having those clear goals will help you prioritize your tasks. I find that if I ever feel like I don't know, I always ask myself the question, what does your ideal day look like? It might seem a little bit strange to ask yourself that question, But if you're building a life that you love, your life is built from those days that you spend. So what do you want that day to look like? Okay, so let's move on to a few techniques that I personally love and find to be really useful when it comes to time management. So number one is the Pareto principle or more commonly known as the 80-20 rule. This essentially means to focus on the tasks that will yield the most significant results. So the Pareto principle suggests that roughly 80% of outcomes come from 20% of effort. So to use this technique, you just need to identify your most important tasks, which is the 20% and prioritize them. So for example, let's say that you own a retail business selling activewear and you find out that about 20% of your products that you're selling generates about 80% of your total sales revenue. And this is from like your best selling shorts and tops that are in a couple of colors. If your goal was to increase your revenue, you'd focus more on that 20% and actually selling those instead of the other 80%, which may be the rest of your range. So it's really focusing on the things that are going to support your goal the most and prioritizing those tasks. In that example, it doesn't mean that you have to get rid of 
everything else in your range and just sell those products because obviously people still like the other things. It just means focus a little bit more on the stuff that is going to yield the best results and then still put in the effort to make the other stuff grow, but that's just not your top priority right then and there. So the next technique is time blocking. And I learned about time blocking years ago when I was doing business coaching, completely changed how I structure my days in the best possible way. I was taught about having a default diary, which is essentially where you have a few blocked out times in your calendar, which are on default. That's what's always happening at that time. So for example, I have 5am to 6am blocked out every day for the gym, because if I don't do that, I find I'm not as productive. I don't have as much energy. So that is really important to me. So I block the time out and it is always there. I do not book anything else in during that time frame. So allocating specific blocks of time in your schedule for different tasks or categories of tasks helps you concentrate and stay very focused on one thing at a time. It reduces that multitasking, especially if you're blocking out time for everything on your to-do list, because that gives you the assurance you're actually going to get that done. So number three is to eat the frog. And I only just recently learned about this term, but it was something I've been doing myself for years like such a long time this is one of my favorites purely because I don't like the feeling that I get when I know that there's something I have to do later that I don't want to do and I'm procrastinating on it that's probably one of the worst feelings that I get and I avoid that at all costs so that is why I eat the frog this just means that you tackle your most challenging tasks first thing in the morning so once it's done you feel a sense of accomplishment and you have more energy and confidence in yourself to complete the other tasks that you have to do so for me an example of that is doing the bathrooms on a cleaning day or like a reset I have to do the bathrooms first because I hate doing the bathrooms so much and cleaning the rest of my house doesn't feel as nice when I know that I still have to do that one because it is my least favorite it takes the longest amount of time for me and I just prefer to clean the rest of my house I would rather do everything else than that so I just make sure I do that first don't have to think about it anymore and I know it's done I'm gonna feel really good after so that is eating the frog Number four is batching. And I've spoken about batching a lot because I think that it is such a good technique and tool for making sure that you're being extremely productive with what you're doing. I use this technique for a lot of aspects of my life because I find it to be the best way that I feel accomplished and tackle things in a smaller time frame. So batching is essentially grouping similar tasks together and it enhances your efficiency and minimizes multitasking and that context switching while you're trying to complete something. So that can look like completing a task list for each room in your house and not actually moving on until that list is complete or maybe you know creating content for five brands in one allocated time slot so that you're not having to do your hair and makeup again and set up your camera film edit and everything like that just get it all done in one go do all of the editing in one go and then you've done everything for those five brands and lastly number five is the two minute rule and it's exactly that if a task can be completed in two minutes or less do it straight away rather than putting it off because when you're putting it off things start to pile up and then a small task becomes a bigger one apparently i'm using a lot of uh, cleaning examples at the moment because i just did a reset yesterday with laundry once i take it off the line i try to fold it then and there because it does then pile up and it becomes a big pile which I then have to try and find 30 minutes to an hour to do because I just didn't do it in the two minutes as I was taking it off the line so that's just an example of where you can use that two minute rule and make it easier for yourself and not create a bigger task from something that was quite small in the first place and just one little bonus tip because I just thought of it it's a 10 minute blitz so we actually do this in our house purely for cleaning purposes and to stay on top of housework but it can be applied to anything so you put a 10 minute timer on your phone and 
and tackle as much as you can in that 10 minute time frame. Maybe that's emails, laundry, a workout, whatever that looks like for you. If you're finding that you're a little bit strapped for time or it's something you don't really want to do, just put a 10 minute timer on and get it done. It really helps boost morale and gives you that sense of accomplishment that I am constantly always chasing. So I found this was really good when I was doing workouts at home a lot and it was just, you know, during the newborn phases and stuff like that. I still wanted to move my body. So I just do a quick 10 minute workout, you know, like a bunch of squats or something like that, just so that I was still achieving that goal. And maybe it wasn't at, you know, optimal performance, but it still was something I needed to do and I wanted to do. And it really helped boost that morale and give me a sense of accomplishment, especially when it came to working out and moving my body. So that brings us to the end of the episode. I hope you all enjoyed these techniques for time management and that you can take something away from this episode to implement into your day-to-day life. Remember that time management is something that you can actually work on. And if you find yourself procrastinating or forgetting things, just give some of these techniques to try and see how they work for you. Thank you as always for taking the time to listen to this episode and I will be in your ears next Thursday. Bye. Thank you again for listening to the Rise of Her podcast. I am a one woman show. So if you have a moment to leave a review, I would really, really appreciate it. Thank you again and bye for now.